know, you were talking in the last opportunity we had to, to teach, and, and you were saying about rest and fasting and, you know, not having to work, and, oh, we can handle that. Interestingly <laughs> enough, it's really hard for some of us to not work, <laughs> really. True. Like, we've gotten into that. <laughs> I'm thinking in my head, like, yeah, I can handle that. And then I thought, eh, not for very long, though. <laughs> so we're going to talk about the importance of, of rest and fasting here. It could be the Jewishness in you, then, because that has been a struggle <laughs> for them as well. The uh, most important part of Yom Kippur isn't just resting and fasting. It's understanding why resting and fasting is so crucial and significant. Sometimes I can help you do it a little easier. Leviticus 16. This shall be a statute forever for you in the seventh month. On the tenth day of the month, you shall fast. And you shall do no manner of work, neither the citizen nor the alien who resides among you. From this day, the high priest shall perform Kippur, or to make atonement, for you to cleanse you of all your sins. You will become clean before Yehovah. It is a Sabbath of solemn rest for you, and you shall afflict your souls. It is a statute forever. So that's pretty straightforward and clear. But let's be honest. We like to know why. Why? <laughs> okay, so the Day of Atonement is unique because among all the feasts of Jehovah during the spring and the summer feasts especially, God commanded them to bring an offering, bring a sheaf, bring a lamb, bring bread, etc. And in each of those cases, they were supposed to be looking at the lamb or sheaf as the Messiah, standing in for them, representing them before Jehovah, and paying their debt of sin. But at Yom Kippur, everything takes the next step. The rules changed. Instead of bringing sacrifices, the sacrifices would be supplied. Your job is you don't eat, you don't work. Mm. What you need will be done for you. Wow, that's odd. It's no longer about what you do or bring. It's about what you don't do and what someone does for you. In fact, the high priest does everything. He makes a sacrifice, first for the priests and then for all the people. The high priest obviously represents the heavenly high priest, Yeshua, Jesus Christ. Yeshua left heaven to be the sacrifice lamb who would die for all sin, for the sin of all mankind. He alone made the atonement for all mankind. Our resting and fasting on Yom Kippur represents that Jesus alone was worthy and able to do all that we needed mm. while we couldn't help ourselves. See, the most important realization you'll ever have is you can't do anything to fix yourself. You have to stop. Turn your eyes on Jesus. Ask him to save you from yourself and from sin. That's the only atonement for sin, which otherwise will lead each of us to judgment, death, and hell. Judgment Day came when Yeshua Jesus came for us. You see, justice was served to him for us through his sacrificial offering for our sins. And now our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Leviticus 17 is also clear. For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I've given it to you upon the altar to make atonement for your souls. For it is the blood that makes atonement for the soul. It's really clear here. No blood, no atonement. And this is why we really need to pray for those Jews who don't follow Yeshua Jesus. Those who try to bypass the cross of Jesus won't find atonement for their sins. They mourn the loss of the temple, you know, in 70 AD, which eliminated their ability to make sacrifices. But their real problem is so much deeper. Over the last 2,000 years, the rabbis of the Pharisee party who rejected Yeshua Jesus as Messiah and arranged his crucifixion 
have created countless traditions of works to take the place of the blood of atonement. You know, if Jesus was bothered by him 2,000 years ago, oh my gosh, <laughs> they're trapped in the most treacherous of lies that they will be judged in the scales of good and evil, so they must avert an evil decree by... Go, no, not blood, by good works and human energy. It's like, <laughs> have I touched you? Nothing. They pray and they... Face palm. <laughs> they pray, they ask for forgiveness for their sins, and then they try to earn their forgiveness so their names will be written in the book of life. And that all happens in these 10 days, the high holy days. Mm. So they celebrate every feast from spring through fall in obedience to God, but they neglect the one obedience that actually matters the most. In John 14, 6, Jesus is talking to his disciples. Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He who has seen me has seen the Father. Yeah. As Christians, we don't observe any of those rabbinic traditions because they all come from the oral law. It's not from the Bible, not from the written law of uh, Moses or any of the, from David and the, the prophets and all, or in the New Testament. What they have is an extra thing that they've made up themselves, the oral mm-hmm. law, the Talmud, and the Mishnahs. Those who are still trapped in that rabbinic, orthodox, and other subgroups of religious Judaism have no idea who Yeshua, Jesus, was and is, or that he's their Messiah. Most Jews fled the harsh legalism of modern Judaism that robbed them of knowing God or even speaking his name, Yehovah, which is written in their scriptures 6,828 times. That alone should make you go, something's wrong here. They're trying to atone for disobedience and for the lack of obedience with empty ritual. They hope to somehow make reparations, to suffer some punishment or penalty, to settle their debts so their names are written in the book of life and sealed forever. Now, there is a biblical picture of what happens to those who reject Yehovah and Yeshua as high priest. It's the story of Korah and his followers in the desert. He challenged God's right to declare who could serve as a high priest. He didn't want to follow Moses, and that turned out to be a really bad decision. Mm -hmm. He and his family were swallowed up by the ground, and that's a pretty clear picture of hell and the lake of fire swallowing up those who refused to follow Yeshua. Sadly, for these Jews, their wounds continue to rob them of a relationship with the one who loves them the very most. The majority of Jews consider themselves Jewish, <laughs> and many are now atheists. And uh, that is, uh, gosh, yeah, I can't think of a a sadder tragedy when you think of the 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 legacy that they're supposed to have. The Day of Atonement alternative is in Hebrews chapter nine. But Christ came as high priest of the good things to come with a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is not of this creation, not with the blood of goats and calves, but with his own blood, he entered the most holy place once for all, having obtained eternal redemption. And for this reason, he is the mediator of the new covenant by means of death for the redemption of the transgressions under the first covenant that those who are called may receive the promise of the eternal inheritance. So we got a whole bunch to talk about today. And we're, we're actually going to stay on this topic of resting and fasting because now we can say, okay, it's important. This is why it's important now. But how do you do it? Hmm. How exactly am I supposed to do this? I mean, how? Do, what do I do to encounter Jesus ultimately? Because His rest. Yeah, you yeah. don't want to enter your own rest. That would right. be very counterproductive. So, that's next. I'm, I mean, I like my own rest. I, I like naps. <laughs> I have but. a hard time sleeping yeah, anymore. I, so, I, I yeah. need a different rest to enter. Definitely. Yeah. Well, pursuing his rest, pursuing his heart. And that's what all of these uh, appointed times, holy days, feasts, they all point 
to him. Yeah. And and anything else is, as you said, empty ritual. And I, that that's a powerful statement because we've all gotten stuck in our own empty rituals or traditions from time to time. We Christians, yes. Yeah. yeah. So uh, powerful stuff. We're going to keep going. We've got plenty to talk about.